Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. All right, we're gonna try making this call again. Hello. Hi. Is this a recording? All right, if not, we offer greetings from... Thank you for contacting the Bunker Guardian High Command. Damn it! We are open between 10 and 11. All right, it's just before 11. And if you get this message, we are now closed. I am going to go grind my exoskeleton against the Trash Ravager, and not in a good way. Please try again later. Have you ever actually spoken to these people? It's... It's been a while. I mean, they do know you, right? Oh, they know me. Look, Trisha, why don't you just go ahead with the other bunkery stuff while I knock out a few cathartic watercolors? Yeah, you do that. Because what we really need is ten more pictures of rowboats taped to the fridge. Well, listeners, once again, it's up to Trish. Mostly because the other choices are a broken robot and a malignant narcissist. Oh, and a cargo bay full of dead me clones. Boy, do I hate remembering those. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About 3.9 something years ago, I don't know exactly. You know, someone emailed me an Excel spreadsheet to figure out exactly how long I've been here. So thank you, Troy, for emailing that to me and setting that up. I cannot get Excel to work on my laptop. But it's I, so weird to me that you said 3.9 something because the point nine suggests specificity, but then mm-hmm. the something just it, washes it away. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not. It's it's more. It's 3.9. Uh, some the something would be another integer that would go after the mm. nine that I'm not when sure did you, about. When did you learn the word integer? Um, You know what? I was old enough to remember it, but not old enough to fully understand it. Okay. It just feels like you're throwing it around pretty loosely. When did you learn the word integer? When I studied math. Oh. He's got you there. Oh. Well, anyway, I I keep recording this podcast here in the 
Tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, and the Town of Hog's Face in the Land of Foon. And I am joined, as always, by my good integer, uh, Chunt the Talking Badger. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. How you doing, bud? Doing great. I just got some exciting news. My mom is coming to town soon. You're, I have not met your mom. I haven't seen her in a while. She it, sends me you know, some care packages, but I face-to-face, I haven't seen her in a little bit. It's it, been a while. It can be nerve-wracking to meet your friend's uh, mother, especially when, as I understand it, she's a terrifying monster in a uh, good way. Like, uh, in, in not I, like, I terrify well, I use an adjective like terrifying to describe someone's mother. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's um, m- she's a monster for ma- sure. Manticore. Yes. And that's that's like a. What's your mom? Uh, retired math teacher. And would I say, oh, and Arnie's mom, a terrifying retired math teacher? Wait. Well, a, it wait depends a on your relationship to math. Wait a second. Did we know your mom was a math teacher? <gasps> I don't that talk That seems about like it. pretty big news. I don't talk about it. The apple does fall far from the, the tree. Apple. Your mom was a math teacher? My mother was a math teacher. Are you joking? I am not joking. I have never told a joke on this podcast. How did she teach you? Did you have her as a teacher in school? Well, sure. But she's she was an elementary school, well, and and junior high math teacher. So I'm pretty good up to that level. But you know what? Once I get past what integer means, it falls right off. This is a revelation. This is incredible. What did your mom do, Chun? I, I guess I could ask her myself. Yeah, you'll find out soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm also joined by. What did your dad do? Uh, my father uh, was a basketball coach. Mm. Did he win? How oh, active yeah. would you say he was? Very active. Like Sexually? Oh, let's. Well, you were born, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's just cool it on uh, the stuff with my parents. All right. Who are real people and not terrifying monsters. I'm also joined uh, by this other terrifying monster, Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical I'm working on a joke. I'll have one soon. Devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fianyalik. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hugstanges. And I am known in the northeast as Gasmuanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names. Names of such great power that if I were to air utter them aloud, why, I could certainly undo the chances for the 41 buzzards. You just wrote down Integerk on a piece of paper. That's pretty good. Uh, I was saving that one for near the end. That could have been a good, like, button on the whole episode kind of joke. Ugh, what an Integerk. We're trying to put buttons on the episode? Oh, it's a comedy term. You guys wouldn't understand. Why does it matter? This is a not even a comedy podcast. Well, I am very excited about the upcoming uh, Mittens games. Uh, Sports. I've been watching my buzzards win games left and right, and soon there's going to be an exhibition game right here in Foon. The new team from Hogsface is going to play all the orcs who've just been standing around doing nothing. The orcs are going to play? Oh, yes, they've been learning the game, and they're quite good at it. Uh, they, They aren't as good at killing birds as wizards are, because they mostly have to grab them and bite their heads off, oh, uh, which is unpleasant uh, for me particularly, but I understand that's how, that's how you play the game. Yeah, and if the buzzards want some help, Arnie, if your dad was a sports coach, mm-hmm. let's, what's some advice you could give them? Um, well, you know what? We had a good game out there. Um, everybody tried really hard, and um, you know what? Uh, we just got to keep focusing on the next game. That's most of what I learned. You didn't hmm. use the word fundamentals once. <laughs> 
I, you know, you know, I reps. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, practice makes perfect. Practice uh, makes perfect. Yeah. There's no I in team. Mm-hmm. Um, clear eyes, full hearts, no eyes. defeat. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. A lot of these come from, uh, there was a coach maybe 30, 40 years ago. There's a coach uh, carved from an oak tree. His name was Wooden John, and he had a lot of a lot of good advice, a lot of sage wisdom for a lot of sports players that they still follow today. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people are a fan of Coach Taylor, who is just the coach who is also a, a tailor. Oh, makes clothes? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, you have to do something in the offseason. Oh, of course. Absolutely. A lot of people like uh, Pentagon offense. I'm not going to get a lot of these. Nothing to get. No, sure. We're just chatting. <laughs> uh, you said, or you've been spending a lot of time with the orcs. <laughs> like, I don't like to make sort of like sweeping generalizations, but the orcs are all evil, right? Arnie, may I share something with you that I have learned? <laughs> For my journey here in Foon as a great wizard is to no? go all throughout the land and learn all about all manner of beasts. Is it too late to say no? Force of nature. No. No. And I here yeah. for so long did he think didn't give the orcs a, to a be not of but time? evil. He was avoiding yeah. eye contact here, with me. I have learned some oh. great lessons. How can we that jump off of this lesson? Stronger in my battle against the Dark Lord. And that lesson is this. Okay, well at least it's almost over. That lesson that I learned in my great travails across this wonderful land by so many lessons. And this stacked upon each Mm -hmm. lesson that has come before, like a brick wall growing higher and higher and stronger and stronger. Yea, I tell thee, these orcs, given the proper motivation, being taught to read a little bit, given something positive to do. Like recreational sports. Mm. There are good orcs. They, like any other creature of Foon or Earth, have the capability of both good and evil. And it is but a choice that they are made or forced into by the sadness of their circumstances. The Dark Lord has done a great evil unto them. I shall set them each free. What about starlings? Fuck starlings. They're the worst. They're all terrible. Every single one. Don't speaking of... Flying stuff. Is it just me, or are there some bats flying around the air? Oh, I thought it was like a like a bunch of bunch of birds, or maybe a, a just like a lot of bugs. Oh yes, yeah. there are a lot of bats in here tonight. Uh, maybe a cavalcade of butterflies. I mean, Can't tell what that is. Yeah, just like an assortment of shit in the air. Hmm. Like air shit. Wait, you know, air shit. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, it's a series of bats. <gasps> Are you sure? It seems like an unrandomized group of bats, but I don't know if I'd call that a series. No, one, two, three, four, Look, five, if it's a series of bats, I'd be very excited to talk to it, but I'm a little bit nervous to engage what might just really be a random series of bats. I mean, it, what, what would that hurt, to speak to some bats? I'm a little afraid of bats. Well, what is there to be afraid of a bat for? I don't know, they're just kind of... That wasn't a setup to a joke. What? What's a bat for? Sitting... Wait, you sit on a bat? Never mind. Guys, this is why we never tell jokes on this podcast. I, I'm terrible at it. Well, let's play cool, and if the bats want to talk to us, they'll sit down and talk to us. Yeah, it's a power, real power move. Yeah. Just Here, I'll set out this bowl. Let's look anywhere except for at the bats, because mm-hmm. they're kind of clustered together. I'm looking away, but I'm, I'm pushing this wooden bowl over to the other side of the table. Okay. I'm going to put some fruit down, just in case they're mm-hmm. fruit bats. Maybe put some blood down as well, just in case they're vampire bats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Hello. <gasps> Hello. Hello, my good friends. It's not just a random series of bats, and it's not air shit. <laughs> it's me, your good friend, Tom Blaine Bellarat, and I'm glad to be back at this very table. Tom Blaine, that's you? Does it help if I do this? <gasps> oh. What an amazing actor you are. Even when you told me you weren't a series of bats, I thought you were still a series of bats. Well, part of it is you've got to move so quickly because to appear as though you're 26 bats simultaneously in locations that are too far apart for a person to be, you have to move so quickly that you trick the eye. You know, a lot of magicians will distract with one hand while they're doing slights with the other hand. Amazing. And what I do is I play a little bat over here, and then I'm a bat over here, then I'm a bat over here, and I'm moving so quickly, really, that you think that I'm in all those places at once. It's uh, sort of a trick of the eye. Well, these magicians, what kind of slights do they do with their hand? Is it like filling out invitations to a party, but not one of their friends. Yeah, sometimes they're writing passive-aggressive thank-you notes that, if you read them in a certain tone, sound like, thanks a lot for the (laughs) birthday gift. And sometimes that's a note they'll send when there was no birthday gift at all, so it's just a reminder to you that you didn't send anything. They're recording slights, I guess, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Magicians, you know, well, Usador probably knows. Oh, yes. Uh, There's all sorts of uh, slights that one uh, might be uh, offended by. I'm offended very easily. Yes, magicians often are. Because they know that in a world where there's magic, things should go right all the time. Well, of course. And if they're not going right, well, then, you know, it's worth to record slights. That's right. It's so easy to make everything go right just to use magic. Why don't all of you idiots just use magic? I try sometimes. I learned a little bit of dark magic. Yeah, I've done a little bit of magic. Yeah, well, not enough. Well, Tom, so what have you been up to? It's been a long time. Uh, last I heard, you were putting on your one-man show about being a bunch of bats? Yes, my one-man show of a series of bats. And I came to realize that that's just a part of my life. And it took me a journey from being a prince to being an actor to being the girlfriend of a baron to... Mm being a series of bats. You were spies for a while, I think. And being spy. I mean, I'm not listing everything, but um, it made me I think realize... That was, I think that was all of them. Let me set that as everything. My journey is very universal. This is a story that everyone can relate to. And that's why I have written this. Oh, that is a big book. Wow. Yes, well, it's, it's got all my life in it. And it's sort of a self-help autobiography. And how, how many spells are in it? Well, there are some spells, <gasps> Usador. You might be surprised. Spells that have been used on me, spells that I've uh, tried. But more than anything, this is a sort of magic where I'm reaching out to the reader. Now, they might not be exactly, you know, a northeastern prince who is posing as a series of bats in the forest while fucking an acorn. Mm-hmm. If that's not your specific life story, I don't want you to think, oh, this book is not for me. Let's say you're a duchess who ran away and is posing as a series of voles. I think you could learn 
equally from this book. There are enough parallels there that you can still draw some useful advice. It doesn't have to be a one-to-one. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And you might read about some of the things that I've done in my life, and you might think, well, I didn't do that exact thing. Don't stop reading, because you might have done something that's similar. So I sort of lay out my story in seven parts, and I give you some tools that you can use in your life. And what I'm really here for is an MPMS. 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 Sorry, multi-platform marketing strategy. Oh. Oh, tell me more about this strategy. Well, I'm doing a round of podcasts right now. Um, I'm going on book tour um, in Vishtosh. And then I'm sort of presenting this, and I really want to get the word out. I've bought some carriage space, and I thought your podcast would be the first one that I would go on to sort of announce my book. Because you want to start on a smaller podcast and work your way up to something like Getting Nuts. I would love to do Getting Nuts. Thank you so much. I would, didn't want, I wouldn't presume to do a podcast that big. I thought I could walk into this one. Oh, well, let's oh, see how yes. this goes, and then we'll go from there. Anytime you can come into Hello from Magic Tavern. No one cares about this show. Uh, but uh, uh, speaking of Getting Nuts, that's the last time we saw you, Tom Blaine. And I didn't want to ask at the time, because you had Alice Peacorn there with you. Yes. But whatever happened to Rhiannon? Yeah, the milkmaid? Uh, she moves like a bell in the night, and of course I would love to love her. Mm-hmm. But she's back in the northeast, and I've found, you know, somewhat of happiness in the woods with a nut up my butt, and mm-hmm. I sort of feel like... Tail is old this time? Yes, well, the tail grows bit by bit every day, mm-hmm. so it's only mm-hmm. as old as when you put the nut in there. Mm-hmm. Um but as long as you water your butthole, you will get a tail. Which um, is just good advice. Yeah, that's healthy. And if not um, exactly that same thing has happened to you, perhaps you have something other than a net up your butt that you're watering, like a, a seed. Yeah, don't stop listening now yes. if it's not exactly your life. It's not a one-to-one. Yeah, you can draw things from this that's similar to your life. But uh, I'm sorry, uh, back to the strategy that you suggested for a moment. I'm always interested in strategy. Oh, new ways, new paths of thinking that may help me defeat mine enemies. Is there any way I can learn more about this strategy and give you money? Oh, yes. Well, perfect. Thank you. That's a perfect question. So the book is called Think You Can't Change Your Life. I bet you can. I'm sorry. Could you say that one more time? Think You Can't Change Your Life. I bet you can. And guess how bat is spelled? B-A-T? No, B-E-T, but it's pronounced bat. Mm. uh, One small criticism, uh, Tom. Uh, How are people going to know it's pronounced bat? Well, because that's the joke. So (laughs) it's by me, Tom Blaine Belleroth, a series of bats, and they'll get sort of like, think you can't change your life? I bet you can. Because if you wrote it, it wouldn't make sense. Ah, yes, of course. It's that, a pronunciation joke. Yes, of course. Uh, my yeah. apologies uh, for even And you know, we'll tell we'll tell question. the booksellers oh, to well, that, say it. Yes. Oh. So people come in and say, "Do you have um, that book by the Prince that's called Think You Can't Change Your Life? I bet you can." And the bookseller will laugh and say, "You've not gotten the joke. Is bat you can?" Mm, yeah. That's an amazing plan and perfectly executed. How Thank do you stop people from looking at the book and thinking that it's think you can't change your life? I but you can. Well, I think there's always going to be people who work blue in their minds. <laughs> Those kinds of people will probably read it and say, 
Oh, I think it says, penis, penis, fart. Yes, Arnie, those kind of people will think something like that. Because if you're going to see butts everywhere, it doesn't matter how I spell a word, does it? Hmm, that's true. Penis, penis, fart, you say. Let me write that down. So I'm looking at chapter one here, and it says, all bats are off. Yes, all bats are off, and that's sort of the beginning. That's really the prologue, Mm. right? And that's sort of saying, you want to change your life. Uh, So I break it down. I've got something, an easy thing to remember. It's the word bats, and every letter stands or something. Ooh, so, like an acronym? Yes, like an acronym. Yeah. Is it like an acronym or is it an acronym? Is it an acronym? Well, it's like an acronym, an acronym, but well, it's like those, but what it is is each letter stands for something. Mm. Ah, I see. Yeah. So, bats be a good person. <laughs> always be that person. Try to be that person. Seriously. Bats. That's a good rule. And that spells bats. Yeah. Yeah. Be a good person. Always be that person. Try to be that person. Seriously. Seriously. It's an interesting system because in the second step, you're always supposed to be that person. But in the third step, you only have to try. Well, anyone who's gotten to A knows that you can't always be. That's something Uh. that you try. And then so when you're at the A and you're thinking, I should always be a good person, and then let's say you kill your sister or something then you think oh. I didn't do it and then so you say I've got to try to be that person hmm. oh that reminds me did you kill your sister no but I think I might do oh, because okay. she's trying to kill me this is one of the things from my book this journey has made me realize I need to be more assertive and I need to go after things and so if someone is chasing me maybe I should turn around and stab them. Oh, uh, that's very good advice, and uh, frankly, I, I wouldn't mind if you did that. Yeah, normally I would be like, don't kill your sister, but in this case, we've met your sister, and she's kind of scary. Yes, well, she's, you know what's terrifying about a sibling is that they've got the same strengths that you have. Mm. Because, as we all know, if your mother is good at something and your father is good at something, then you are good at both of those things. Oh, very so, oh, good. Arnie, you're, very a, good you're a mathlete. Uh, well, you're, you know. Based on your mom and dad, you're a mathlete. That's a combination of math and athlete. Well, you know, I come from oh, a completely yes. different world where, you know, where generation after generation overcorrects and, and is not good at the things that the generation uh, before them are good at. Oh, so they become good at other things. Yes. So I'm good at, like, a lot of other things. Oh, list two of them. Um, real good at um, replacing. Never mind. All me right. with I mean, you. You're, you're like six five. How, how, I'm six four. Six four. You're a big guy. I mean, you must have dominated sports. Um, you know what? I my place. I was great on the bench, like hanging out at the end of the bench, talking to my teammates, having a good time, hoping to n- not hear from the coach telling me it's my time to go into the game. But as soon as the bench levitates, you were unstoppable. Oh, you you used to ride the pine all the way to the basket? <laughs> Look, I, what I'm saying is I was really good at the parts of the game that in, involved sitting. Mm. Tom Blaine. Yes. I know that you find it intimidating to think about facing your sister Trachea Aurelia. But let me tell you this. You do surpass her in one very specific way. I saw the play that her and Benedict Whisperbrew tried to put on. Woof. No, it was about you. dogs. What's that? It was about dogs. It was about dogs, and it was not. It was. Uh, was it called Woof? It was called Woof. Yes. yes. 
I was saying the title of the That's play. That's their play? Yes. I've been thinking I want to go see Woof. Oh, you don't. It's bad. It's bad. It's a bad play. Well, I want to sit and watch it. I don't rub my nose in it. Well, it's, both of you sit there and, and don't go see that play. Well, it sounds like the play would be a treat. No. Ow. It's based on the poems of P.S. Eliot, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Woof. The story of dogs? The, the, the works of P.S. Eliot? T.S. Yes, Eliot. He's a so ter- there was terrible there sorcerer was, Eliot. Oh, that's, yes. That's his father, terrible sorcerer. And then P.S. Eliot was the one that sort of after T.S. Eliot, there was P.S. Eliot was like, oh, here's a few things I forgot to include <laughs> in the body of my life. And that's what a, a son should do, right? Is carry yeah. on their father's legacy. Well. Yes, we're all a postscript to our parents. Yeah. Oh, very true. That's very why true. we're so we're so good at the things that they're good at. It takes them their lives, and then we say, oh, and P.S., take this basketball, and what's the circumference of it? Tomlin, <laughs> I'm flipping through your book here, and I found there's a, a few pages here on love languages. Uh, list some of the love languages I see. High fives, anal. What's all this about? That's ways of expressing your love for another person. Hmm. So you can do a high five, or you can do a high five anal, like I've suggested there. And that, it just gets, it's much more intimate, much more quickly. It says to the person, look, I'm not concerned about hygiene here. I just want to get close to you. Aren't you going to hurt your wrist? What's that now? Aren't you going to hurt your wrist? Just like the angle on that seems tough. Well, I think that when I propose some sort of intimate connection with a person, and, and a person pushes back, oh, that's going to hurt my wrist. I think that says more about what you're afraid of wow. than it does about the true nature of friendship. Arnie Chunt? Bats. Hey, yes. Chunts. Yes. Hey, high five anal, my man. Ooh, high five anal. <laughs> Ooh, you truly watered your butthole. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did. And notice, <laughs> you might think when a person says, hey, high five anal, that they're putting up their hand. But as you saw there, I'm signing up to receive. So that's true friendship when you call out to your friend. Really yeah, good. but that's love language. It's weird. That's I saw it, and I still don't even understand how it works. We yeah. don't need you to understand it. Yeah, that's true. It's not about understanding yeah. that it works. It's about accepting that it works. It's bats, just like magic. Bats. bats. B-A-T-S. Yeah. yeah, be a good person. Always be that person. Try to be that person. No, I, I'm, Seriously. Look, I'm looking ahead at Chapter 12. Uh, oh, if I, yes. If I were a bad man. I'm curious about, I'm, I just want to get to the part where I get to give you money. Oh, yes. Well, I, that's a good chapter to choose. Because this book will get you started on your journey. But what you really need is a series of workshops from a series of bats. And so, if I were a bat and man, sort of says, well, if I were, you know, it means if I were a bat and man, which I am, then I'm someone who could come to you and speak from both of those perspectives, a bat and a man. And I can show you how the lessons that I've learned as 26 uh, individual bats can teach you about your own life, you know? Yes. Yes, sir. Spats have, have red eyes. Okay, do you know oh. what that means? What, what does it mean? Oh, what does it They've mean? They've done the reading. Oh. And that's one of the first things that you learn as a bat. You should have read it. You should have read it. Hmm. And bats hang upside down. Do you know why they do that? Uh, Tom Lane, don't tell me. Let me pay for the seminar. Well... It's going to be worth it. You're going to be surprised. Oh, I want to know. Can I get a sneak preview? Why do bats hang upside down? Oh, you'll have to pay for the seminar. Uh, no. It has to do with uh, their brains. Well, well, Tom, let's take a quick break. Uh, and when we get back, I have a lot of questions about Chapter 2, Butts Entertainment. And we can really dive into that when we get back. I think you're reading that wrong. 
ScreenSpace, your one-stop shop for installing a fully functioning dungeon in your own home. With our easy-to-use drag-and-drop tools, you'll be dragging and dropping your enemies right down into a terrifying hole in the ground before they even have a chance to beg for mercy. Our starter pack comes with four sets of rusty manacles, a flickering sconce, and rats, while our monthly subscription box will deliver to your door fresh slime for your walls, a special monthly stench, and a new accessory every time. This month is a withered old man who hangs on the wall, muttering, I've been here for 40 years. Tell me, what does the sun look like? For 10% off your first purchase of Scream Space, use the discount code... This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. All right, so we're back on this very special uh, book edition of Hello from the Magic Tavern. We're talking to Tom Blaine Belleroff, the prince in hiding, who's written a book called Something Something Bat Something Something. Think you can't change your life? I bet you can. You know, I have a question but for you. But it's funny because bat is spelled B-A-T. Yeah, it is true. Do you get it now? I, um... Well, the spelling isn't as funny as the pronunciation. Yeah, that is true. You got to bring, you know what? There's author's intent and then there's what you bring to the text. Yes. That's all I really had to say on that subject. Okay. Tom, why is so much of this book bat focused? This is a book about your whole life, right? Yes, but if you become a bat or a series of bats and you look back on your life, you know, so for example, in part one here, I do The Wars of the Northeast and The Rise of the Bellarots. That's just 600 pages to orient you to sort of who my family is, right? That's... But I'm seeing that through the eyes of a bat. Oh. And so there's a lot of bat bulls that happen um, for my family to rise into control of the throne. So it's sort of like just a brief history of the Northeast, but the way that a bat might see it. And spoiler, we can't see. So it's the way we might hear it. which is much better for a book. You know, Tom, you've got to be one of the most famous figures in all of Foon. You're the missing heir to the Belleroth throne. I think people really want to hear about that, and they might be a little bit annoyed 
possibly that they gotta get through so much bat stuff? Well, I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast wouldn't be annoyed by waiting around for a long time listening to something that has nothing to do with the main point of what's going on. Have I mentioned I have a very important quest that we all need to go on? We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to it. Look, I get what you're saying. I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this podcast want us to get to the quest and are tired of us spending so much time on butt stuff. We'll get it's to bat that stuff. He's saying bat, bat stuff. not bat. Bat stuff. Tom Blaine, what's this section here? Bat dad, bat dad? Bat dad, bat dad. Yeah. So it is breaking down the different kinds of father you can have. Mm. So you can have a bat dad, right? Mm-hmm. Or conversely, inversely, traversely, you could have a bat dad. How, how are those spelled? Oh, B-A-T, right? Mm-hmm. For the bat dad. Yeah. But if you have a bat dad... B-A-T. But it's it's more about inflection. Uh-huh. And the point that I'm making there is you can't tell the difference between a good father and a bad father just by looking at them. And that's why a lot of babies stay with bad fathers. Mm. Yes. Because they don't know. It's, it's not a parent. They're, they're well, it is a parent. It's, a it's parent. your parent, it's parent, but it's not but a it's good a one. Yeah. And now, Tom Blaine, uh, I am loath to bring this up again, but... You've spent so much time now as a series of bats. Do you not feel the call to return to the cave next to the castle and do the bat dance? That's a great point, because in the book I talk about prophecies that didn't make sense until I was a series of bats. Mm -hmm. Listeners to this podcast will know, right, that I was supposed to go do the bat dance when my father died. Well, that didn't make any sense. Why would I do that? But then, over time, organically, I became a series of bats. And so that's why you just have to keep walking the path that life is sending you on. But it's the path leading to the cave. I am, as part of the book tour, going back to the Northeast. I plan to kill my sister and take the throne. (gasps) Wonderful. And and you can promote your book along the way. Well, yes, and hopefully that will sort of raise the uh, funds in the coffers for when I am king. Because, as you know, the Northeast has been spending ridiculously, and we need to reform our financial system. And I'm proposing a 70% marginal tax rate on uh, people who are very high earners. Well, it seems reasonable that you would reinvest that money back into the services and infrastructure that make the Northeast the great kingdom uh, that it's always been. So are you saying you're going to take 70% of my money? Not your money. (laughs) People freak out because they don't understand marginal tax rates, okay? Is this a math thing? People who are against this know that people don't understand that. So they say, oh, they're taking 70% of your money. But it's only over millions and millions of funis. What? How much is a funi? Oh, uh, the funis are the currency in the Northeast. One funi is roughly uh, 3.5 gold. Hmm. Not 310, but 3.5. Uh-huh. Yeah, three, 3.5. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of money, Tom Blade, I see there's a section here that's called uh, Always Bat on Bat. Always Bat on Bat. Yeah. And so what that's sort of saying is that if you apply the life lessons of being a bat mm. and you're being a good person, always being that person, trying to be that person seriously, you will always come out on top. Mm. Now, not always. Oh, we just but- said always. Well, what I'm saying is you will always come out on top right now. Does that mean always? No, but But I'll try. Try to always. Try to always come out on top. Seriously. Yes, that's the second and the third steps in action right there. Tom Blaine, are you still an actor or are you a bat? 
Well, I'm all those things. I'm an actor. I'm a bat. I'm an author. I'm a prince. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. But ask me if I'm ashamed. Are you ashamed? I do not feel ashamed. I think that when you become a series of bats, you realize that we all contain multitudes um, inside of us. When you have to, um, as I did in my show, breathe life into 26 individual characters, well, you start asking yourself, well, what is unique about them? Well, they're bats. Well, that's true about all of them. So good luck. You're back to square one. What's it like to be a bat? Great. That's true for all of them. But what's it like to be a bat who is getting old and can't hang upside down anymore because he gets dizzy? Have you thought about having each of the 26 bats have their own kind of personality on the book tour? Like they each give their perspective or something? I think that's a great idea, Chan. Have you thought about having one of them say, Core Blimey? That's very good, Usador. High five, Anal. I le- oh, ooh, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I think that these bats could be a remarkable uh, tool for marketing the book. But I also want people to realize that I'm ready to sort of say now that there's a person behind the bats, and that person is the missing prince of the Northeast, a foon. So if you're going through your life and you feel like you're a series of bats, but also you're a prince, it's okay to be that prince. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. And it seems like it, the culmination of this tour and your return shall be you saying, all bats are off. There you go. You've got it. Yes. And that's, that takes us right back to the prologue. And that's where I walk into the throne room and I tell my family, I say to my mother... Get your ass off that throne. It's mine. <laughs> well, I, you don't have to talk to your mother that way. That's not really necessary, is it? Well, I, I think it's time for me to be a little bit assertive. And, you know, my father was uh, a king and my mother is uh, a large-breasted temptress. So I'm good at both of those things. As everyone is who has parents, you're good at everything that they're good at. But don't forget your own advice here, Tom Lane. Think of your mother's perspective. She also contains multitudes of bats. Yeah. So she's had her own experiences that have led her to where she is. That's true. And so you can't really be mad at anyone, but you can hold them accountable. And that's the key to being a good king. And I hope that I can be a good king for all of you and for all of my subjects. And I also hope that people can get where I'm coming from in my book. And so if they're ever like, well, why did the king do that? Imagine if you had a leader who had written a book. And so then any time they did something that seemed crazy, you could say, oh, well, they've written a book. There must be reasoning behind it, you know? Guys, guys, I'm a little bit worried about Tom. Like, I'm excited that he's decided to go back and reclaim his throne. I think that would be really helpful in our battle against the Dark Lord. Oh, sorry, the DL. But I think he's gotten kind of method acting crazy. Like, he's been pretending to be a series of bats for well over a year. And and to be honest, we probably should have checked in on him sometime uh, in the intervening time to make sure he was okay. I think he's like Lost Daniel Day-Lewising himself. He's going crazy. I don't know what that means. But I think if we all go pay for this seminar or this series of seminars, it will all make perfect sense. Yeah, I bet my left foot he got lost on the roll. You bat your left I bat my left foot. Look, I'm excited that he's heading back to the Northeast in the name of his father, but 
Arnie, back to the northeast. Oh, but it's complicated. That is complicated. Look, he's going to go back there, and there will be blood, but it's unavoidable. Was Daniel Day-Lewis in It's Complicated? (laughs) It doesn't matter. Look, uh, Tom Blaine. Yes. Uh, We're sorry, I forgive our quick uh, side talk there, but we have some concerns in the group that perhaps uh, you aren't quite... You're totally baddie. Uh, Arnie, Arnie. Thank you. It's crucible that we get this right, okay? When we approach someone that we're trying to help, we can't just accuse them. Look, I'm tired of us hanging out in this age of innocence. Let's tackle this. You can't use mental illness as sort of a phantom menace to attack someone. You lost the thread there. (laughs) What what do you mean? The phantom thread? No, the phantom menace. The... That's the best one so far. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when you return and, and uh, rightfully take your place on the throne, will Alice sit by you as your queen? Yeah, you sit in the throne in the name of the Father. Yes. I, I think that Alice will be viewed as sort of a phantom menace for the whole kingdom. They don't know that she's coming. And then, you know, attack of the clowns. <laughs> You're planning on having children then? Yes, and children of acorns are clones. That's why I said that. Yes, exactly. We're all, you know, we're all PS. We're all postscripts of our parents. Yes, there you go. Yes, right. Those clones will be better at being a nut and at being a bat. And all the things that we're good at, they'll be better than that. And you just have to make sure that you actually kill Princess Trachea Aurelia, or you'll have to watch out for the revenge of the Sis. Oh, no, that could be terrible. Yeah, yes. that, could, that could last nine and a half years. <laughs> oh, no, but then there'll be a new hope, and everyone will be so much happier. And then, you know, who knows? I'll be ruling solo, free solo. Well, I, for one, would like to buy a copy of your book right now. Well, there you go. Would you mind inscribing it? Ah, yes. <sighs> Two. Chant. Remember... To always be a good person. Always be that person. Try to be that person. Seriously. It's been great getting to know you and your friends. It's weird that he's saying this out loud. Yeah. And Tom Blaine, we're, we're friends. You don't need to, I mean, you just sign. Sometimes... I feel like you, you can I, read this later. I mean, all he's writing is bats, 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 bats. Um, bye, more. This is bad. Often and guys, tell you I, what? A lot of the words I'm in this book are just bats. Too, but oh, everybody's that's not good. Busy, so you get what you can. Anyway, guys, the new king um, of the north is totally a copy. running oh. out of oh, no. room on this page, which guys, I am really worried out because there's a lot I'd like to say to you. What are you worried about? I'm worried we're gonna have a mad king in the northeast. Married? No. Holy shit! I think you're be marrying Tusador. He's I mean, if ready, if one bat doesn't work out, then the other bat can take over. There's 26. There's 26 minds working together, right? But 
What am I to say? What? I think Easy. there's one mind at work here. Anyway, Simply Prince ran away to marry a milkmaid, in became the an actor, then became the, the girlfriend to a baron who was gone. evil to, so he could be a spy, and then to get away from the baron, Stay he turned into cool. a series of bats and hid out in the, in the forest, where he fell in love with an acorn that he puts summer. up his butt. And now he's returning to the um, north to be the king. What's wrong with that? Like, Guys, we were talking about Daniel Day-Lewis, and he just started doing fucking Star Wars titles. What are you talking about? No, never and Usador, mind. And you want one too? Yes, uh, I'd like one too, please. No. Could you make it out uh, to Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm no. of Ephesius, to Master of Light and Usador, Shadow? Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow. And... Manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarkas, known to the elves as Terrakas, known to the elves as Fiangyalik, Fiangyalik, known to the dwarves as Zonin and Hookstangis. Please don't buy a book. Zonin and Hookstangis. And known in the northeast as Gasmania Space. I'm but then gonna, stop yeah. writing names for the rest of them are secret. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy a book. Hey Tom, uh, can I just yes. get your autograph? I don't have a book, but here could you just put it on this piece of paper? What yes. the fuck are you doing? Tom Blaine Bella Roth Prince of the North East also all twenty six bats. There. Aren't you getting any emails? Oh, yeah. Sherman. Uh, that Herman, reminds me, you can always Herman, email at Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. It's a German, real email address. German, First of all, uh, German, I would very much like to thank German, Troy for emailing me this Excel spreadsheet. German, I guess I'm going to, if I can, if I put in the German, date that the episode comes out, it'll tell me exactly German, how close to the German, end of the year, how close to German, four years it's been. Uh, that I fell through the dimensional portal. Oh, but also, um, I have this email here. Uh, the title is Wizard Runoff Theory. Uh, Arnie, do you think instead of being runoff of Usador, that you really might just be one of the many aspects of Can? Perhaps you should be known to the wizards as Toucan. I mean, you can magic after all. Have you ever tried doing... I can't concentrate on this. Oh, Tom Blade, would you also tell them to stay cool and have a great summer? Stay cool. Have a great... Summer, Mrs. P will miss you. No, she won't. Ha, ha, ha. That chemistry was awful. What an into jerk. Is that the button? That's the button. And he landed the integer button. If by button we mean something forgotten for 38 minutes, then shoehorned in harder than rogue into days of future past. Use it all the wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Tom Blaine Belleroth, the prince turned actor turned author, was played by special guest Steve Waltine. Steve writes for the new Comedy Central show Klepper, premiering in June. Let's hope second time's the charm. Today's Foon sponsor was written and performed by Helen Zaltzman, host of The Illusionist, a smart and funny podcast about language. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jakover. This episode edited by Chris Rathjen. Okay, we're making this call one more time. 
Thank you for contacting the Bunker Guardian High Command. Look, I know you can hear me. I want to... We will now be away for an exceptionally long period. That's it. I'm writing a Yelp review. We would like to tell you when we will return, but we don't know. <laughs> how frustrating is that? What did you say? I said, how frustrating is that? Oh, because there was this whole thing on the episode where... Well, that's a coincidence. No. That's all, folks? I hate this. Well, I hate you too, so we're even. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.